Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Struggling. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Struggling. It's John and Lance. Got a duck to gun in their underpants. Struggling. Got a duck to gunshots. Our Astros were at the White House yesterday. Today, they got Baltimore. They got they got to they got to take care of that business, that Baltimore business. Put them in their place. This is Baltimore 2023 is Houston 2017. Only you got to teach them they ain't Houston 2017, okay? They ain't banging on no trash cans, nothing. They ain't getting that job done. They ain't going to win at all because they got to get through this team. And you got to set the tone right now. Fromber on the mound after his no-hitter. Will Fromber throw back-to-back no-hitters like Johnny Vandermeer? I'm going to say yes, but it's a soft yes. Okay, under over not... under over three hits tonight for the Orioles or not the Astros, the Orioles. Yeah, obviously under, uh, under under three. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. They're facing Grayson well, Rodriguez, no, wait, wait, wait. which makes no sense. That's only if Fromber goes for the Orioles. Three hits against Fromber, right? Right. Okay, so that's only. Um, the amount of hits against Fromber will be under three. Under. I can't speak for the bullpen. Right. right. No, we I don't can't. want to speak for the bullpen. No, do not speak for the bullpen right now. That's something that okay, you... Okay, let me do the over-under game with you. Ready? Over-under six and a third for Fromber. Under-over six and a third. I'm going to go... Ooh, it's that's a good, good number. number. That's a good number. I, I'm Surprisingly, I'm going to go over. Okay. Five and a half hits. Surprisingly, I'm going to go under. Two and a half walks. Under. Five and a half strikeouts. Over. <laughs> well, that was on brand. <laughs> Johnny Sunch, don't worry, Peter. Let me tell you something. What's his name? Jerry Angelos? No, Peter Angelos, right? John That's, Angelos. No. John Angelos, yeah. He will never fire you. No. For anything. Oh, I think he would have fired me a few times for some of the stuff that I've said about the Astros. Yes, yes. Not now, not this version. No, um, now, if he didn't like the way you're talking about Dusty, he, there you do you, go. Bat, do you or, say bad things about Jim Crane? Or No, I've never said anything about Jim Crane. I, on a I, separate note, okay. does Dusty own a golf course? No. Does Jim Crane own a golf course? Yes. Yeah. I know you think it's he's... Not a, somebody accused me of racial. It's racial. It's not racial. Because we didn't it's, criticize A.J. Hinch. And I was like, okay, I'm done with you. you You're criti- lazy. That's the, too lazy. The eight outs to go thing you criticized AJ Hitch for quite a bit. Uh, quite a bit. A That's right. And if AJ, but AJ did not make this many questionable decisions. D- it, Dusty makes a lot of questionable decisions. Uh, did Dusty win a World Series w- without the help of cheating? Um, yes, he did. Thank you. Yeah. No, Dusty, Case everything close. came together perfectly for Dusty. And I gave Dusty his props. He was awesome last postseason. He's not awesome this year. People, He's not. People, only people on the Twitch can see... But Lance just acted like he was Sherlock Holmes and broke broke the case wide open when he said John's in favor of a guy who has a golf course. Yeah. He was like, "Look what I just found out or showed everyone." Yeah, see, that, yeah, that, we, that's we why know. throwing a race card is is terrible. Do you own a golf course? 
Yeah. Will you send me a pizza? <laughs> yes. Yes. If you do those things, then I'm going to be squarely behind it's, you. That's a fairly obvious way to get you on, your side, on their side. Sometimes it's that simple. It's, it's that not, simple. It's not confusing. Love Jim Crane. Now, Jim Crane is without a doubt the greatest owner the city's ever seen. Okay, and that's not because of the golf course. How dare it's you? It's because you keep forgetting about the comments. Who owned the comments? Less, less. And not he, the greatest owner. And he won titles. The and, Rockets. And they disbanded because so of him. Six, he said, "I don't want." How many anymore. titles did Les bring to the city? Six. Thank you. Yeah. J- Crane's got four to go. Two. Two. And what? then what? Two. Two Rockets two and, and four. four. Thank two you. And four. Thank you, because it sounded like you were choking on the the that. Second four. So are you though? Grayson Rodriguez. <laughs> Grayson Rodriguez pitches tonight. Who is that? So who names their kid? If your last name's Rodriguez, does, does it make sense to have Grayson as your yes, first name? The mom. Uh, the mom named him. Yeah, he looks kind of like yeah. The mom named him. Yeah, which is but which brings up. Does he look point. like Lance's kids? Yes. Which brings up another. Well, point. though, yes, it's the other way around. But Alec, Alec Morgan. You don't think that name was picked before she even met me? My wife's had that name probably since she was a junior in high Sebastian school. Sebastian is a little odd, but okay. Well, I picked Sebastian. I've told you that story. Why? Bastian Schweinsteiger. I said, I'm getting a German kid in here. I didn't want to do Bastian, so I, instead I did Sebastian. He was literally named after Bastian Schweinsteiger. I you don't want to go Jürgen for Klinsmann? No, no. I'm a schnitzel. Oliver for Bierhoff? I'm a schnitzel. I stayed uh, true to my Khan? German... And, and, I'll heritage, bet, I'll and I named him Sebastian, and then his middle name is you could have You could have called him Jerome. This is Jerome Boateng. Well, Sebastian was also a saint, so it's important that you also know saint names mm. also get priority. Saint Sebastian, yeah, no, no, no. They get priority. So, okay, back to Grayson Rodriguez. He's terrible. His last, he's got a 609 ERA. Okay. How many runs will he allow today? Two and a half, over, under. Over. You sure? Yes. This is the kind of pitcher so he, who gives the his Astros last trouble. outings: five and two thirds, three earned runs; six and a third, no earned runs; five and two thirds, two; five, four; three and a third, eight; five, two; three and a third, eight. I mean, you you can get to Grayson Rodriguez. You're talking. But my question is this: so he kind of looks like. My question is this: his name is Grayson. You know. There's white there, right? Well, there's white. Sure. What's your question? Sure. What's Steph your, you Curry. You know there's white there. So Steph Curry singing at Paramore uh-huh. last night, knowing oh. the words, and even the band was laughing. No, they were, like, thoroughly impressed. They Look were like, that. yeah, but the lead singer was like, oh, my God, he knows Yeah, because an NBA star knows her yes, song. Is he uh, – who drafted him? The What do you mean, who the drafted him? The whites? Is Steph Curry? Well, he's because even even Art said, "Is Steph White? He's Team Lightskin." Yeah, the light, he is. He is he's, Team Lightskin. He's Team Lightskin. Yeah, it's his mom there's been and these dad debates are, on air. But so why can't he be white? Because he's not if it's white. black versus white, black people will claim Steph Curry. But once it's inside the culture, Dell will tell you it turns into a little well, bit of a Dell. It's and, a different thing. Well, his father Dell and his wife are both on Team Lightskin. Yeah, or ex-wife now. So, Steph is Team Lightskin. Not that it matters, but if we're actually doing this stupid exercise, yeah, he's Team Lightskin. Yeah, and then singing at Paramore? Well, you don't know a lot about Black Twitter, but Black Twitter is fans of Paramore. Paramore has a, a, a surprisingly this is surprising deep black for fan me base. To find, yeah. It was surprising for me to find out, too. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. Yes. And it's a thing. I mean, it's not... It's, it's not overwhelming, but, but it's, it's strong, and, and they're vocal. Yeah, it's a, th- it's a thing. Uh, gr- does this play into what Grayson... Rodriguez is going to do tonight. He's a Houston kid. 
Oh, so you're bad mouthing a Houston kid? I'm not bad mouthing him. Whoa, born, I, born I, in Houston. Whoa. When you see him tonight, you're gonna go. Oh no, that's a white guy. I know a quarterback. <laughs> I know a quarterback's dad who sure. listens religiously to the show that I did not know. Who? Can't tell you, but I'm waiting for you to bad mouth him. Me? No, not your dad. kid. I don't really listen to this show though. Not you. Oh, not me. So Grayson is went to high school in Nagadoshis, but went to A and M, but was born in Houston. So okay, hometown so, kid coming home. So well, <laughs> so what is the what are the announcers going to say after the Astros put up an eight spot on them? Well, John. Oh, it's a disaster! An absolute disaster for Houston. No, because Houston is the Astros. But he's at Houston. No one's going to know that. You he's didn't know Houston. it. No. I'm well, worried I that just you found jinxed. Out. If you listen to the show now, you know. No, you just jinxed us because now it's Dell's going to be able to play that one. And you go, can you believe this? Grayson Allen or whatever his name Rodriguez. is. Rodriguez. Grayson, Grayson Rodriguez, Rodriguez. One hit the Astros. Oh, it's a disaster. <laughs> An absolute disaster for Houston. Okay, come on, John. Uh, you can't hate on white mixed names for straight white males. That's from Chase Hernandez. Yeah. <laughs> white guy with Hernandez. Yeah. I mean, does Chase? That doesn't get any whiter. But, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, All right. <laughs> I mean, gosh, I wish you weren't so accurate. Uh, 9.13 and ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Someone 3780-3776. John Dasbitt? What? What? A team get you money. Yes, thought you were going to go to your. Thought you were going to go to your other card you've been playing. No, John Daspit is team take care of you. He really is. He is going to be there for you, fighting for you all along the way. I see all these personal injury lawyers, and he's you know John doesn't even like to associate himself because so many of these guys are not super reputable, and John likes to distance himself because. What he does is he goes, he assesses. He was This is a guy who was a lawyer at Fulbright Jaworski, was successful too for years. He's been involved in different type of law. He got into personal injury. He wanted to start his own firm, and he wanted to start fighting for people who didn't have a voice, who didn't understand they were being taken advantage of, and that's what he does. He, he really battles for uh, the people who are innocent, the people who have been wrongly, not wrongly accused, people who have been injured through someone else's negligence, and it's not your fault, and yet – he understands that there's going to be bills associated with it that you're going to have to take care of on the front end. And so he wants to make sure that you get compensated fairly for your pain, your suffering, your your time missed from work, your physical therapy, your doctor's bills, surgeries, all of that. Have someone fighting on your side who is really going to go out there and and give you everything that you need to win that case. And that's the law firm from John Daspit. DaspitLaw.com, 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW. ESPN 975.com. Take his pork chop. I don't want his pork chop. I want his life. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, huge story came out yesterday, and I know Javier Loya. Um, I've known him for 20 years. 
He is I, well. I got I got to meet him in two thousand before the team even started. I've oh, known wow, him over twenty years. Yeah, when the team was just starting, he was a minority owner to begin. He's got charges he, that he's facing, which hopefully, you know, uh, I you know, hopefully it all didn't happen. That because it is uh, really an awful story. Apparently, in Kentucky, he's got rape charge, sexual assault charges against him. The Texans and the NFL have known about this for about three months now. And on pro, pro football talk, um, on pro football talk, they said, hey, you've known about this for three months. Why didn't you disclose this to the media? You think they should have disclosed it to the media? If it would, they say, pro football talk says if it was a player, it would have been disclosed. Why was it not disclosed? Because it's a minority owner. I think, I think that's a pretty good point. Well, <clears throat> I guess it would have been disclosed. From a practical standpoint. I don't think you could have hidden a player. Well, a player has to play. is on the team. Well, if it was like the offseason. Minor- nobody knows a minority owner. Right. Nobody knows Javier Loya, except maybe some people locally. And a lot of people listening don't know who the, don't know who Javier Loya is. A quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, a linebacker, that has a direct impact on the game. But I'm not, I'm not saying that you couldn't have disclosed it earlier. It's the first time I'm hearing of it. First time you yeah. heard of it. No, I think the, that's well, the world those, is hearing of it. That's for one the first of those time. Mike Florio things. Yeah, but that's a big deal to him. For me, I'm like, I, I care a lot more about my players than my minority owners. Yeah. So you know whether he gets in trouble or but not. But it is I don't kind know. of a double. It has been. It's always a double standard with owners though and players. Sure. There's a double standard. There's no well, question. Well, to an extent. I mean, you heard about a lot of stuff with Bob Kraft, but then some people would say Bob Kraft got no penalties. He got no penalty. No. Right. But um, and would a player have been suspended for the same stuff? Quite possibly. Well, he wasn't charged. No, he wasn't charged. Either. But players don't have to be charged. Deshaun <laughs> wasn't charged either. No, right, right. I was a l- maybe a there's a little bit of difference there. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But a lot of no people were screaming accused, because of. Right, no, but no one accused Bob Kraft of doing anything untowards to them violating them physically stuff like that. no but promoting well the the, the thought yeah, was that there was you know there was traffic human trafficking and stuff but that involved. never was but there wasn't, that was never the wasn't. case but had they come down on craft you know it's not like i would have i'm like i said i'm gen x i don't care if you come down on craft that's fine if you don't that's fine i don't really care yeah i don't really care on something like that if you had it wouldn't have been a problem for me Watson is a little different deal, obviously, because the amount of people who filed and some of the stuff that came out. But that's, you know, the NFL came down on him. It was pretty harsh. I thought he'd get a year. He didn't. I thought John Morant would get a year, and he didn't. And that's, I think, the, I think the NBA is going to rue that punishment. I think they're going to say we did not do enough on yeah. John Morant because it's already he's partying in what Dominican Republic. Like, I don't think Jaws out there trying to actively turn his life around and. Um, I do think punishments can do that. I mean, I'm, I'm somebody in school who turns stuff around just because of screwing up and taking zeros on stuff. Like, there are deterrents that actually work. They say, man, I don't want that to happen again. Yeah. Well, the deterrent for Javier Lawyers, he's not going to be able to be associated with the Houston Texans anymore. I don't know. Oh, his, I, he's got way more than that to worry about. Yeah, yeah he's got prison to worry about. He's because got first degree. So it's, First it's, degree rape, five counts of first degree sexual abuse, and one count of third degree sexual abuse. Yeah, and while he was in Kentucky. He was indicted on May 10th in Kentucky. 
uh, and uh, pleaded not guilty on May 15th and posted a $50,000 bond. So, I, you know, we don't know. Uh, uh, people have been accused wrongly, rightly, whatever the case may be. The, the, the system's going to take care of itself. It does ruin his name here. It, it certainly will ruin his name with the Houston Texans. I'm sure that they don't even want to be associated with uh, any kind of uh, even charges of this sort. So there is that that is uh, certainly an issue for Javier Loya and and going forward here in the city of Houston, it's going to be an issue. So right. it's unfortunate. I don't know. I think I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm torn on whether or not do you have to disclose to the media when you have someone like you said, who's behind the scenes? Do you have to disclose this? Mike Florio thinks, yes, you, it would have been if it was a player. A player is certainly much more. Well, players who people pay to see. Yeah, yeah. Javier Loya was brought on with the Houston Texans to get minority ownership in. You know, they, that's what they wanted. Unfortunately, this is how it's uh, ending, and I'm sure it is going to be ending for him. Uh, almost certainly it'll be ending for him with the Houston Texans, even if, even yeah, if he's found tough. not guilty. Boy, is that right, though? Yeah. If he's found not guilty, and I'm not, I'm not presuming his guilt or innocence. But if and I'm, someone, not, I'm presuming that he will be. But if he, some, he will be ostracized by the team. But oh no, I don't know. no, I know. But yeah. I, and this is kind of a. Is that where we really should be? Where somebody look, Deshaun is allowed to come back. He was not. Right. He was not. He did not. He wasn't found guilty of charges. Right. He made it back. Mike Vick, who there's a jersey here. He made it back. He did it. He did crime. He did his time too. The question is always, are you worth it? But what I'm saying is, should Matariza, who there was no, it turns out all the the charges, mm-hmm. the the DA wouldn't press charges because they had video and audio where they're like, ooh, this is not good. We think that she lied about because Matt Ariza wasn't even there. He was accused of gang, being part of a gang rape. It turns out he was wrongly accused, and he's still trying to get into the NFL. And yeah. everyone's rushed to judgment on that one. I mean, the same guys who are like. This is wild. That's what's happened. Pat McAfee blasted him. Everyone blasted Ariza, and I get it. It's when the charges come out, it's really bad. And this should be for all players. Yeah, you know, all players, all people behind the scenes, everybody in general. I know it's not that way. You have to rush to judgment. That's just the way it is. But um, when I watch Matt Ariza lose his his career potential, I'm like, wow, that's wild that he wasn't even there when all this stuff took place. And there was an admission that there was consensual sex, and they had videos showing a bunch, a bunch of stuff. With the, you'd have to watch Andrea Kramer's piece on, uh, on real sports. Yeah, is it, it fair? No. Is but it with fair? Javier Loya, but it's more likely than no. Not I would to agree happen. with you. Yeah. Because that's the the time we live in. Because yeah. once you get hit by a kid, but if you got hit with with a false accusation, how would you like it? If everyone oh. just said, "Well, that's just what you have to live with." No, absolutely. I, I will tell you that that his issues aren't over. Who's that? Ariza. While he has a civil suit, I guess. She's, right? Yeah, they're both, I guess, suing each other now. But so. they don't think the civil suit is going to, based well, on it, the the. So the eight. So the AD came out, or I mean, the DA came out, and there's audio of her on Real Sports saying, "We think that you were not accurate here. That you were not truthful in this. We can't." Basically, I don't know how they're going to win a civil suit against Matt Ariza. I'm just speaking from an NFL team side. Right. Why make a decision until everything is done with? Yeah, you might be right. right. Uh, they, yeah, I mean, Deshaun had settlements he had to make, and then he was back out there. The Jets gave him a tryout, but I am interested. Mm-hmm. This is a guy with a monstrosity of a leg. 
Biggest leg I've ever heard of in punting, ever. Wow. He had multiple 70-yard punts. It's monstrous. Was expected to be drafted in the first two rounds. Um, was drafted, I think, in the sixth or whatever. Uh, got drafted much later. Some of it's because he always kicks touchbacks because he doesn't. It, that's kind of a selfish move. Hey, the team sure would like you to kick it 51 yards instead of 72 into the end zone. Yeah. You know, how about that? But uh, So, I was just reminded, uh, this is the second minority owner, Kirby John Caldwell. Oh, yeah. What happened with He's him? He's in prison. Yeah. He was minority owner of the Texans? Yeah. How long ago was that? That was... Well, in 2021, he was sentenced, but he was he was one of the originals. Yeah. That's right. What yeah. was he? He some he's some stole kind of money, money scam. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Money scam. yeah. Yep. That's yep. right. Yep. He was so. a pastor at a mega church. Yes. Windsor Village. Is that what it was? Yeah, Windsor Village United his, Methodist Church. His son went to Kincaid. We I talked to Kirby John all the time, and then and then this and then that happened. I, wow. I know these guys. That's do now. You, do you want to keep announcing yeah. that you know these people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wow. So that that's uh, unfortunate. I heard that news yesterday about Javier. I was like, oh my goodness! I that is it's just off. I feel bad too for his family because I met I met seen Lucinda many times, and it's just a this is a horrible thing for the entire family. So, um. We'll see how this all turns out. We'll see how it all how, how it all ends. Uh, nine twenty seven ESPN, nine twenty eight ESPN, ninety seven five and ninety two five. I know how it's going to end for you if you've got an enlarged prostate. Ooh boy, it'll Oops, end well. Turn dark. Well, wow. Listen, if you've got an enlarged prostate, that's not a great thing. Okay, if you got an enlarged prostate, you can't go to, go to or you have to go to the bathroom all the time. Can't start. Can't stop. It's it's you know you're up in the middle of the night. How many times? you got a possibility for urinary tract infections, kidney problems, liver problems. All of these things will happen with an enlarged prostate or could happen with an enlarged prostate. Well, Doc Manavis is here for you. No surgery. No surgery. Don't get surgery. If you've got an enlarged prostate, go find out whether if it's cancerous, that's another story. But if it's not, can- if it's not cancerous then, and you've got an enlarged prostate, Doc Manavis can help you with an IV. Basically, a long lunch is all it takes. The entire pain of it is putting the IV in. That's it. That's it. You get an MRI, an X-ray, an MRI. You find out, you know, the problem. Doc Manavis gives you an IV, and you are good to go. Look, do not. And so many people have gotten with an enlarged prostate, gotten surgery. It's the worst surgery ever. Don't do it. So if you have, if you think you have an enlarged prostate, go to nine seven five prostate dot com nine seven five prostate dot com. Teach me to speak German. Selflist dot com. Nine. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 975 and 94. So, so, so with. Crescentberry out, now Titus Howard out, uh, George Fant steps in, right? Yeah. Juice Scruggs has to play a role. Kenyon Green, apparently D'Amico Ryans had some nice things to say about, I mean, Kenyon Green is going to be a key for for Nick Casario this year. He and Derek, uh, Derek Stingley are both going to be a 
a key uh, for the Texans' success and for Nick Casario's success. Right. Here is D'Amico talking about Kenyon Green this preseason. Kenyon is uh, he's doing a really good job. Kenyon, is, uh, he loves football. He loves to play football. You can see it. He's excited when he's out there playing. He's competitive, and he's continued to get better. Uh, he's grinding through camp, pushing himself. Right, and he's getting better, and it's, it's fun to watch. Right, I think he's going to be a really good, uh, important piece to what we're doing up front, and it's fun to see him continue to grow in his second year. I think what's interesting is there was there was a uh, a host on six ten who made a comment about uh, Kenyon Green. It was first day he was out of practice, maybe second day, and he said, "Man, it looked like he didn't want to be out there. Showed no energy, no juice. This guy was very disappointed with Kenyon Green." I wonder if any of that is is like a, a little bit of a pushback to that narrative. He's, he's does, pulling a Sean Payton. Where, where he immediately jumped out and said, Kenyon loves football. That's the first thing he said. Yeah, yeah. You got to change that narrative. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if, if, if that's the case, then good for the head coach. Does it, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that a 6'10", a 6'10 host is, 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 is creating narratives. I don't know. But well, I, I think he just said what he saw. Yeah, I, th- I think he said what he saw because the second day of practice, he said, "I listened actually the second day, and I'd flipped it there." And he said, "That's what it was yesterday." He goes, "Today it was better. It was better." I think his second day of practice. But what I'm saying is, Jeff and Gundy used to do that all the time. Where behind the scenes, oh, he'll yeah. he'll lay you out. But when it came time for a player, the media wants to take shots at the right. player. He's going to have the players back. Right. Exactly. And he should. And he should. And maybe Kenyon Green is doing better. Maybe he is. Maybe he did change his attitude. I don't know. Maybe that 610 host changed Kenyon Green's attitude about being out there. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but I do know that C.J. Stroud is going to start the opener. D'Amico, here's D'Amico talking about the quarterback reps in the uh, preseason opener. Each person will be – it'll be uh, dependent upon each person. Uh, right now, as I see it, guys going out, hopefully getting a couple series, depending on how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. He'll go out there as well. All right, all of our, most of our guys will get work. You did, what you didn't hear was someone said, "What about CJ?" In between in that pause, he goes, "Well, he'll get some. He'll get work too." Now, CJ Stroud was announced through the depth chart. On they they released it, and he's going to start. So there was no official announcement like from D'Amico, but the depth chart tells you that CJ Stroud will get the first snaps in their preseason game on Thursday. And then D'Amico, what does he want to see? CJ Stroud, what do you want to see out of CJ Stroud? Oh, some accuracy. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm going to see that. I want to see him get into a rhythm as a passer. I want to see him get from his re- get to his decision making quickly and fluidly. That's really what I want to see. I know he's going to be accurate. What I want to see is do you get to your correct throw? And it may not be the correct throw, but do you get there quickly? Can yeah. you can you get through working, and it's a vanilla defense he's going to see. So take it with a grain of salt. But I just want to see him look like he gets in a rhythm as a passer. That's all. Do you think we'll see more than five passes from him? Uh, depends on how many. Uh, yeah, it depends on how I mean, if they're three and out, three and out, then no. But if they have a little bit of success, yes, more. Yes. I'd love to see him throw seven, get seven or eight passes. I'd like to see him rolling out a little bit as opposed to just standing in the pocket. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you'll see as much of that, though, because they've gotten away from the bootleg stuff a little bit. But um, 
I don't know. Uh, the, the boot action stuff mostly is only successful if you're if you're under center. So how much will he be under center, and how much will he be out of pistol? Yeah, that's true. What about this offensive? Well, we saw line? Purdy doing a little bit of that. What about the offensive line? We don't expect Tunsil to play. Nope. So no. three of the projected starters ah, good point. won't be playing in this game. Yeah, I don't see more than a couple series for CJ. Well, yeah, that, if that it looks really change. bad from that old line early, it may only be one, depending yeah, on how true. that old line looks. Yeah. That's true. You may not be able to play him more. Fant will probably play on. You think Fant will play on the left side? Fant will probably play on the right because that's left, where he's right. going to play. Yeah, but then you got your fourth tackle playing left tackle, and he's not even your fourth. Yeah, because Heck would be your fourth, right? Yeah, he's not even your fourth. A little bit scary. That's a little bit scary. Is right. Um, what does he want to see? What does D'Amico want to see from CJ? From CJ in this game, I just want to see a guy come out and command the huddle, command the huddle, command the offense, get us lined up, get everybody on the same page, and just operate efficiently. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, bullets are flying. You want to see the guy have the, the ability to at least line everybody up, right? Call out the blocking scheme to make sh- to to know where everybody is supposed to be. If you're watching quarterbacks, you see that. You see how difficult it is. I'm sure they don't have a huge game plan in here. He's just got to go by what's what's in the book. Every week, all of that is going to change dramatically from week to week, and you've got to learn a lot of new terminology. You've got to learn uh, what the scheme is, what what the uh, the game plan is that week. And, you know, and it changes drastically from week to week, so there's a lot of stuff to do. This will probably be a little bit easier stuff that they've been working on. Yeah. Right? If you if we're going by what they released on their depth chart. It's all going to be scripted, too, I would think. Yeah, George Fant is the backup left tackle, according to the depth chart. Yeah, because he can swing. That, and that whoever sense. the hell Killian Zierer or Zier is will be in place I of Titus Howard. I don't know him. Yeah. That's a bad thing. Yeah, I he'll probably be right him. then. Right? You don't want to have, even though Fant's got to play the right side in, during the season, you don't want. He's a Napoleon Killian, Zier. What's no, his name? No, Killian. He's a Killian Zier or Zier. He's a Napoleon Zier. He's a rookie out of Auburn. A rookie? He, was he? You didn't study him? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, gosh. Killian something? Yeah. yeah a Barbecue. 6'7. No, not Killins. 6'7 tackle out of Auburn. A 6'7 tackle out of Auburn. What's his is, last name? Z I E R E R. Zier, Zier. Let me see if I wrote him. You might have written him, and you don't remember him. I might have. isn't great. And I didn't. You didn't? No. No. So that's a bad thing. So he obviously not a draft pick. Um, a street guy starting. Oh, he's, a ger- oh, he's one of the. He's, from, he's, he's one of your people. Yeah, he's actually real German. Oh, my God. No. Oh, Are you going? What would you? What will you say if, if he. That's my schnitzel. If he, no, if he but what if he gets blown by? What if he you say? gets if he gets CJ sacked? I'm going to say nine, nine. <laughs> you're nine. not you're not allowed to know what you're going to say is. To say oh, it's a disaster! An absolute disaster for Houston. Is that an Irish guy or does it he does just sound like a, an Irish guy? I don't think so. It's a disaster. An absolute, an absolute disaster. disaster for Houston. Oh, it's a disaster! Absolute disaster. An absolute That's hundred percent not yeah. an American. I'm going to bet that you're going to be surprised. I think by this guy. I'm going to figure it out because they have all the announcers, and I'm going to. I don't think you're he's going to Irish. Tell me, are you going to tell me what are you going to? What are you trying to? Tell I'm going to. 
Just, what are you saying? Well, if they're saying he's going to surprise me. I'm, you're going to be. I think you're going to be surprised by who that person was. Disaster! An absolute disaster! Oh, disaster! An absolute disaster for Houston! Disaster for Houston! An absolute disaster for Houston! I mean, this guy's name is spelled Z I E R. We probably came from the same village in Bakaven. <laughs> the same village? Yeah. Is my guess. You and Napoleon? Me and. No, Killian. Oh. Killian Stop Zyra. calling him Napoleon. Where are you getting that from? Well, I don't, where are you getting that you came from the same village? Because my guess is Z I E R. We're both from the Z I E R's. His is E R, and then my family just spelled it You're out. You're lying. Yeah, lying. Lying. Why? So, why is there all that extra energy when you know. when he you say needs, use a German he word? Didn't need extra energy. We were from Bavaria and Vakovin, so nine. Okay. You don't need all that. He's screaming. It's really <laughs> he's not sharp. He's not trying to mobilize people. Right. Not everything. What? Not everything is a mobilization. Yeah. No. I'm trying to inspire Napoleon. <laughs> His name's not Killian. Napoleon. Killian. Killian. I'm trying to inspire him to do great things. Well. Because if, if he doesn't, nine! Nine! It's <laughs> a disaster! An absolute disaster for Houston! For those of you who don't know where that came from, that came from last night's Dynamo game, in which they had an own goal. Uh, in, in less than a minute, they gave up two goals. Yeah. They were up one nut. They could have played Leo in In Miami, the in, the least, in least cup. They were up one nothing from, I think, the 10th minute on. They scored a goal in the 10th minute to go up 1-0, as we say in football. And they gave up a goal on a misplay by the defender and the goalie. It, it was not great, but not the disaster that this guy's talking about. Right. Because the next live ball, when they're just passing the ball off the kickoff... An own goal from about 25 to 30 yards out. Yeah. The goalie's standing center of the goal, and the and the defender just passes it blindly. It rolls into the net, and the and the Dynamo lose 2-1. to one. All in a matter of, like, actual game time? Min- seconds, but, you know, running clock. So about a minute or so. And they're out of the League's Cup. Out. Beat it. Um, oh, my gosh. Lance, look at this. What? When can Houston expect its first cold front? As heat continues, um, it looks like it's, we're going to be in the 80s in November, October and November. So that's good news. We should be in the 80s. We've got now. what's called a heat dome right now where everyone else is like they've had snow, they've had perfect weather other places, and we're inside this dome where La Nina is, and there's it was, there's a whole explanation. I was like, yeah, when does it end? Well, it gets it, good news. August 17th, it goes to 99. Oh, nice. So That's a cold front here. But listen, the worst thing is the rain. We have no rain. I know. No rain. I'm having to water I mean, my yard. I mean, my golf this course, is the, the, the lakes oh. are all, they're all, I'm serious, like getting dry. They're drying up. I don't think people care about your golf course lakes as much well, as you do. Well, and it's getting, you know how much water they have to use to water the courses as opposed to if it rains? I mean. Yeah, once again, I don't know. That as many people are care about that as much as their own yards. Uh, well, I mean, okay, if you want to be selfish about it, uh, the golf courses are people too. Okay? Are you able to drive right on the golf courses now? 
Yeah, car you can drive, yeah. Then what are you complaining about? Well, no, that is true. Yeah. I mean, I wish it was all, it would never rain so that we'd be car path only. <laughs> we'd never be car path only. That would be great. But, you know, I have to think about the golf courses too and how much money they have to spend on water. And, uh, you know, I don't want rates to go up. Not that I worry about rates of golf courses, but I just don't want that for other people. See, because I'm a man of the people. A man of the people. You make yourself less likable on a regular basis. Not and that I have still to worry like, about oh, that. Fall but I worry it about it for continue you. Continue to love him. He's such an elitist. That's not elitist. It's one of the weirdest I, dynamics I've I ever seen. I don't get seen. it. He spits on the common man I, with his. The common man plays golf today. I don't know if you heard. He spits. Yeah, he pays. Not for it. every day. And you basically just. Yeah. You basically just separated yourself. Well, I don't have to worry about green fees, but you do. Well, I, oh no! I joined the course and I pay him monthly. Your, Thank you. Your superhuman power yeah. of demeaning people below you. I'm, there's no somehow, people below me. I'm right amongst all the people. I don't feel like that like you do. I'm not above anyone else. I'm just a man of the people. Huh? So does a man of the people revel in the misfortune of his fellow man like you do? I never revel in the misfortune. What should my last name of be again? You, of you? Yeah. What's That's my last it. name You're be not again? A fellow man. So what am I then? What's his last am name? Am I less than a man? No. Two thirds of a man? Whoa. Three fifths? Three fifths? What am I? What are you saying, Todd? He's not a common. He's not. A, he, he's an elitist. What you call him? He sits at Del home by himself. Again? Yeah, fired again is apparently my last. You're name. the worst. You're yeah, the worst. He's an awful person. He's the worst. I'm just saying that's how you get names like Bobby Carpenter. I, no. Okay. You compromise yourself three. You, you know John compromises himself three fifths of the time. No, <laughs> John does. He's three fifths of a bad person. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, but the other two fifths make up for gold. It. gold. Absolute gold, Jerry. It's nine forty-seven. We got to take a break because we yeah. got news of the weird coming your way next, right here on ESPN ninety-seven-five and ninety-two-five. Don't go anywhere. ESPN ninety-seven-five. Damn it, Leroy. Leroy, you were just stupid. At least I have chicken. Time now for News of the Weird with John and Lance. Weird. weird. John and Lance weird. Uh, weird. Dell, let me ask you a question. Do you remember when Lance had COVID not long ago? I do. Do you know why he got it? No. Oh, his uh, kids? Uh, why did I get it? I found it out. A new study out says... Nose picking increases the risk of COVID. Uh, healthcare workers in the Netherlands found that 17% of those who picked their nose caught COVID, whereas less than 6% of those who refrained from nose picking contracted the disease. You caught COVID? Lance? Lance? Do you pick your nose? Nope, unless it needs picking. Well, apparently we found out. Now, do you eat it after you pick it? That's only on TV that that actually happened. That you remember that? And- no, that's uh, what was it called? That was on like Caddyshack or whatever. What? Dollar Will he eat it? it? Will he gonna eat it? That was Caddyshack. Yeah. Although, no, I have seen people do that on TV on videos where they've been caught. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Who well, does this? Why would you do this? Um, another study, Lance, has me a little bit concerned. Your liver actually controls your internal body clock, not just your brain. So. If my liver is controlling my body clock, Lance, will I be on time for anything ever? The answer is no. Right. The answer. The answer is no. Um. What else? 
40% of bosses think recent Gen Z college graduates aren't prepared to enter the workforce. Do you think that number is too low? What's the number they say? 40% of bosses. Too low. Way too low. Yeah. Do you feel like like new oh, college it's, it's graduates? 40% of bosses believe yes. that. You think there's more bosses who should believe that? No, I think there are more. Yes, I think there are more bosses that should believe Because there's it. not 40% of Gen Z are not ready for the workplace. That's not what that is. No. No, 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 no. It says 40% of bosses don't feel like they're ready. I think that number should be I higher. can't speak for anyone else's Gen Z. I can only speak for mine. My daughter's ready. My daughter's ready to take over a high-level management job yet soon. Yeah, every but then other there's child, your boys. Then you have- every other boy. No, not so much. No. Not so much. Ron DeSantis vows to start slitting throats on his first day of presidency. Do you feel like a president okay. should start slitting throats? Can I throats? get some context here? Is he t- figuratively or is he actually Can I get some context people? here? No, he says he wants to slit throats the first day he's in office. Like the Red Wedding? Like kind of like that. Like Aria the DeSantis to Walter in their regard. <laughs> like Aria to Walter Frey? Yeah. Oh man, what a loss for him. Do but you he, think he, he has eats his, one of his kids in the pie or whatever in the cake or the Whatever that mush was. And then she takes off her face and then ices him. A story here. What a bad day for Walter Frey. Uh, A fire crew's dog jumped on the pedal of a golf cart and ran over a four-year-old. Do you feel like that four-year-old should be to blame here? Because if a dog wants to drive a golf cart, dog should drive a golf cart. So the four-year-old is to blame? Yeah. The four-year-old was uninjured, luckily. But do you think, like... What the four-year-old do? Hey, again? listen, if you're in the way of a golf cart, get out the way. So the four-year-old was That's in trouble for being in the way. In the way. In the, of a and dog. the dog, and you know, he got a bad dog. He probably got a nose, newspaper to the nose. You know what? I think we're, we're, we're laying the blame in a bad spot here. That's all I'm when saying. When was the last time you saw a newspaper in someone's driveway? Uh, n- <laughs> Nine. Nine. Nine newspapers. <laughs> I haven't seen one at all. Oh, my wife still gets a newspaper every she day. She does? Yeah. That and the New York Times newspaper. It's every day. Australia hires a consultant to advise government on consultants. Do you feel like a consultant should be advising governments on a consultant? Yeah. You think so? Who knows consultants better Better than than consultants? They can say, look, you're wasting so much money with them. Me as a consultant, I can tell you where we can cut some fat on some of these other consultants. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, a unique product, uh, an Ocean City restaurateur came up with bacon grease soap. Do you feel like you'd like to wash with bacon grease soap? Seems like you're not going to be able to get that off you very easily. I don't know. That Does I, it smell like bacon grease? I, I hope so. Because I'm not even sure that's the smell you want to go for. Dogs will like you more, won't they? Don't yeah. you feel like your dog would like you more if you smelled like bacon grease? Yeah, but my dogs like me fine. And finally, a transgender woman demands ex-boyfriend return her testicles from his fridge. Do you feel like... Now, this is the news of the weird that I'm here for. Why does this show up at the end of the show? What? That should have let off. Do you feel like Do you feel like he should return or that he gets to keep the testicles? When you remove... Wait. Why she gets are to they keep still in his fridge? They're in his fridge. But why? I thought that's a medical issue and they get tossed 
allow you to keep your testicles after you remove That's them? That's the second uh-huh. question that we that we need to delve this into. This is why you start the segment yeah. with we're this. Out of time. Del's right. But we're out of time. We didn't get to spend enough time on that. Well, one. maybe we'll bring it up tomorrow. Right Man. here on ES- like, we just like when, you get, it. when you get your tooth pulled, like the doctor asked me, hey, did you want to keep this? Yeah, some people do. So, and they put it under the pillow. So did they ask this woman? I'm not sure. I'm not going <laughs> to. Do you want to keep your testicles? <laughs> Well, and do you get to? Do you, should you have to give them back, or are they yours? You won't. You even got them. You, even possession. If, if they remove, if, if they removed, are they community testicles? Uh, are they? These are questions that need to be answered. Yeah, though. you should have started the segment with this. Once We're again. done. We will talk to you again tomorrow, everybody. Paul Gallant next. Don't go anywhere. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Is it football season yet? Job! I don't want no job. I want to play football, you a- I want some feeling.